five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. If my voice sounds a little bit more upbeat than it has uh, recently, it's because we are back in our regular format from now until after Pesach <laughs> in our regular format here at JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. And for that alone, it is cause for celebration. Uh, today, one of the um, events we wait for all year long and that we love partnering with the OU and NCSY with is, of course, Yom NCSY. We are in Israel, flew on the Tisha B'Av in order to get here in time to broadcast on Thursday morning, literally on Wednesday night. But for everybody listening in the U.S. and the world, it's uh, our Thursday morning broadcast. And uh, we'll be getting the festivities started here with the Omen CSY. It's going to be one very loud, <laughs> boisterous crowd enjoying some very loud and incredible music and presentations. It's going to be a very festive atmosphere that I can guarantee you. My thanks to Matis Weingast for taking over yesterday on our 10th of Av Kalbach special. Miriam L. Wallach is here as we uh, get set for Yom NCSY with a lot of guests. We have a lot of guests coming up today. A lot of different things we're going to be talking about. Good morning to you. How are you? Uh, regular format. Um, How do you think I am? It, not only are you thrilled, but we are going to have live music going on pretty soon. That's correct. And a lot of the live music, as we did last year, we'll be able to feature and have both on video and audio form for everybody to enjoy uh, around the world. And um, if you miss any of it, of course, there'll be an archive as well. Way to break out of the three weeks format. How much better can it get than a live performance? Uh, 1 o'clock on the East Coast, at least in New York. It was 1 o'clock yesterday, Wednesday, when the uh, uh, official schedule went back to a regular format, when we officially left our uh, three weeks, nine days, Tisha B'Av uh, program. Chatzos hit on Wednesday. Thank you, Rabbi Wine. And that, <laughs> yes, thank you, Rabbi Wine. is <laughs> right. You, he did Wine. a great job for us. <laughs> and here we, and thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser, for an amazing uh, uh, Kinos on Tisha B'Av presentation. That was great. And now there's so many things to talk about, so many different things to talk about. Before we get to our guests this morning, I do want to point out a couple of things our listeners need to know as we kick off this new, I don't want to say season yet, but in a lot of ways it really is a new season. It's preseason. It is preseason because our new season will officially kick off uh, right after Labor Day. Uh, but there's so much excitement and so many wonderful things happening between now and then. So a big shout-out, number one, to the Inbal Hotel in Jerusalem. They are, again, our uh, headquarters in Yerushalayim, and we thank the Inbal and their great staff. They always make us feel welcome, and it's a, uh, a pleasure to be there and to participate with them in uh, staying in the city of Jerusalem. So a big thank you to them. They are the official hotel of the uh, Nahum Siegel Network, certainly the official Israel host. I'm wondering what the noise is. Is the, it a Vuvuzela? It's the drone. Oh, it's the drone. I also thought I was at a soccer match. Okay, well, there's going to be there's going to be a lot, a lot of, of noises, noises in the background. Right, there're going to be a lot of noises. If you can if you're already looking, if you're watching on nachumsegel.com, you're watching on our homepage, you're seeing I mean, this is the calm before the storm, and I oh, mean yes. that in the in only the best possible way because when you have excited teenagers who are here celebrating their program, celebrating Yiddishkeit, celebrating their, their love for Israel and their love for Judaism. I mean, it's a party. And that's what Yom NCSY really is. And we're all coming together. You hear that? Is that you? That's not me. That's not That's the stage. Sound check, there, right. There. So there's just going to be a lot going on, and, um, and we're going we're gonna to party along with it. 
All right, so I, I mentioned the Inbal Hotel, and I, they, they did want us to mention, and we will, that they have a wonderful Thanksgiving plan. You know that a lot of uh, students uh, are, in the, uh, are in Israel during the year, and a lot of parents want to be here Thanksgiving weekend in Israel. Right. If you book three nights, you uh, get the 23rd of November Thanksgiving Day dinner absolutely free. They are preparing a big feast for everybody. And they will have uh, traditional um, uh, Thanksgiving uh, items, Thanksgiving uh, fair, in addition to live music that night. So you contact the Imbal. Their Thanksgiving special goes from the 19th through the 26th of November. And all their usual treats like uh, free breakfast, free Wi-Fi, uh, free parking, etc. are all in effect Excuse me, during that time. Also a big shout-out going out to our friends at uh, Kids of Courage, where I'm going to be spending some time this weekend. So I wanted to give them a nice shout-out that right after the uh, three weeks ends and after Tisha B'Av is over, they prepare for their big weekend. So a big thank you to them. Um, our friends of the Brooklyn Cyclones, they've begun their uh, their big homestand. I think it's our largest homestand of the year right. to coincide with the post-Tisha B'Av period of time. So go to brooklyncyclones.com. Go to brooklyncyclones.com to enjoy all of that. And, of course, here today we are at the Yeoman CSY in Park Renana. We're going to meet a lot of special guests, and I don't know if it's a secret or not at this point, but I'll reveal that Mordechai Shapiro is the special guest singer. And the sound check sounded unbelievable. The sound check did sound great, and it looks like the... Uh, and Keep Alive. And Keep Alive is going to be on stage as well. We'll try to give everybody a taste of all that with uh, with our broadcast right. here today. In addition to Mary Malwalek, our team includes Yoni Pollock, who's here, our engineer on both the audio and visual side. So I thank him for his hard work. And uh, today will be a, um, a, a, a we will reincorporate our Thursday schedule, which means the Nachum Single Network has a lot to present all through the day, and we'll go through some of that a little later on in the show. Uh, I, in commemoration of Mordechai Shapiro's appearance, we're going to go to one of his songs, and then we'll start speaking to some of our guests. Yom NCSY gathers all of the NCSY summer programs together in one big night here in Park Ranana. Every program that's in Israel is Correct. here. Uh, if they could bring the ones from the U.S., they would do that as well. But they, all the ones that are in Israel, they bring together for this incredible night, and we get to broadcast from it and to uh, bring you all of the action. Mordechai Shapiro is here, and right now he's on the radio. It's JM in the AM for a post-Tisha B'Av Thursday pre-Shabbos Nachamu, a very exciting time of year with Yom NCSY. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. Oh, 
של מצווה, חס קיטנו בשמחו. יגאלו לולוי, משוי שמצווה, גדול המאיר ראשון From Yomentius Y, uh, all the action behind us uh, will be happening, believe you me. We've been uh, privy to the sound check and all the, uh, all the rehearsals and practices that are going on behind us. Soon, if I'm not mistaken, 14, 15, 1,600 people, maybe more, will be behind us uh, watching and enjoying the music and getting into a wonderful spirited night as Yomentius Y gathers all of the programs that are in Israel together uh, for one fabulous night in Israel. Um, they may see each other occasionally during the summer, but not everybody together. And here's an opportunity for them all to unite and reunite. Wanted to thank, uh, we thanked Yoni Pollock earlier. I want to thank Avrami, who's uh, in our studio in the United States. And, of course, ZK, who's standing by, had some very important advice for our engineering staff before the show. And believe you me, that was extremely helpful and welcome. All right, uh, many of you have heard of Give. Uh, ZC Halfling Muller is here, and Sari Dratch is here as well. They are uh, uh, bus directors for Give Roots and Give Nation. And both of you, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. I need both of you to uh, tell me what is Give Roots. And, oh, should we start with what's Give in general? Should we start with that? Yeah, sure. sure. Tell us. That's what it originally came from. What's Sorry? Give all about? Sure. Uh, Give is a five-week all-girls program in Israel. Um, that takes the girls all throughout the country volunteering um, at different organizations and giving them an opportunity to give back to the wonderful land of Israel. A lot of girls who show up to give from all over the United States, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. And Canada. And Canada. And uh, it has grown to be one of the, uh, um, how do I put this, one of the programs of choice, so to speak. Like, it's really, 
If I'm not mistaken, sometimes it's sold out, right? Are there? We had a waiting list. Right. <laughs> we definitely had a waiting list. This All right. So we, we said that uh, that you guys are bus directors, uh, ZC of Give Roots, and Sari of Give Nation. What are these subsets of Give? Explain it to our audience. Uh, okay, I'll go ahead. Uh, it's a great question. Um, so Give, in essence, what Sari was speaking about, um, is about not just touring the lands, but being able to give back to um, our family in Israel. Um, what we did was we structured the program to be similar. They had uh, sim they worked with similar organizations, uh, but what we did is we honed in on a few days um, with very specific types of chesed that girls may be interested in. So um, I'll speak about a little bit about my program. Yeah. I give roots. Um, we work with really a lot of agricultural and land-oriented chesed's, um, where we have the opportunity to work with organizations. Um, we worked with organizations that really help beautify um, and um, build up the lands of Israel. So as an example, um, if anybody knows what Ozvagon is, which is the memorial park for the three boys, um, they are beautifying it and they're building tents and they're building parks. So the girls have the opportunity to work with their hands and build a fire pit bench actually right there out of mud and rocks and grass. And by the end, um, they were able to be a part of this park. And one day when they come back, they're like, I built this bench and I was able to, to contribute to Eretz Israel. So um, that's what's very special about um, Give Roots. That it's a lot of girls that want to work with their hands. They want to be active. Um, they want to be part of creating Eretz Israel. The Give Roots um, uh, teen girls in advance know that it'll be very physical. There'll be a lot of labor for them. Yes, exactly. We have some girls at first that didn't like to get dirty, but by the end they had <laughs> mud all over their faces, so they were very happy. Um, uh, exactly. And Give Nation? Give Nation. So, as Zizi said, um, again, we do a lot of the same chesed and a lot of, we work with a lot of the same organizations. Um, but what Give Nation focuses on is the people of the land. And so we work with a lot of organizations um, with people with special needs or children, um, orphanages. Um, we've gone medical clowning, which I think is a highlight of the summer for the girls. And I think something so special about Give Nation, besides working with the people of the lands, is realizing that we do chesed not only for Jews and Israelis, but we do chesed for all different types of people, um, whether Ethiopian or uh, Muslim. Um, and they really have the opportunity to to see that they can make a difference in people's lives um, reg regardless of their religion, regardless of their background, regardless of where they're from. Um, and it's a very unique opportunity to work directly with the people of Israel and see the organizations that this country has and how um, specified they are to different niches and how um, they really, as one of my campers says, that Israel's really thought of it all and really has thought of ways to help um, all different type of people, blind, deaf, um, people waiting for heart transplants, um, people that come from broken homes, um, to, to give them work and to give them meaning in their lives. By the way, behind us, a lot of the teens are starting to gather together, and depending on which uh, group they're in, which summer program they're in, that uh, determines where they'll be sitting here at the beautiful amphitheater in Ranana. Uh, are you surprised sometimes at how many special needs, uh, orphanages, etc. there are in Israel? Really a, a, it, an amazing number, right? It really is unbelievable. I would say a majority of our chesed that we do is with special needs, um, but they each have a different niche and they really each cater to a different um, type and that's what I think is so special that they, they really have thought of it all. And um, in America, of course, there are organizations with special needs, right. but I think in Israel they really, um, they're they're ones that give them jobs, they're ones that teach, teach them trades, and they're ones that are there for kids, they're ones that are for adults, um, and there really are like so many different organizations that work with that population. Yeah, no question about it. And on, um, on Give Roots, 
it is um, it, it must be I'm mean, certainly not surprising to any of us but it must be um, to a degree heartwarming to the teen girls to see how much construction and development is going on in Israel in general if you're spending your time you know physical labor at you know getting dirty as you say they must be amazed by the fact that everywhere you turn in this country there's some type of project going up and more yeah. building happening yeah 100% um, I think that with a chassid um, with a chassid program sometimes you have the opportunity to see what what you've done to make a difference and sometimes you don't have the opportunity to see the difference um, but with roots a lot of times I find that when the girls are able to work with their hands and they're able to create something they get like they they're like blissful because by the end they're really able to see what they've made and what they've created and they can physically come back here one day and and just like show their family show their friends like I was a part of building this um, we also worked with an organization called Leka, which um, sure. gathers food for the poor. Um, and the girls like loved picking eggplants. And um, it was actually very cool. By the end, we learned that a food packaging place that we had worked in earlier, that's where we sent the eggplants to. Um, and it was just like, uh, it was a really nice circle. Um, but for them, at the end, we like saw huge buckets. And the woman came on our bus and said, you girls in an hour have helped 500 families receive eggplants. And it was like... Like, what a moment. Like, they were able to see the gratification of, like, what they their hard work went to. And that you're able to see one chesed leading into another. Exactly. Which is very exactly. cool. Are there other subsets to give, or are these the only two, <laughs> or what? Well, maybe in the future. <laughs> you never know, huh? <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. And what's the total give population this summer? Total 88, 88 girls. 88 That's girls. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have done a good job. 88 oh girls. God. No God. reason to think it won't continue from here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we hope to keep growing. Uh, I want to thank ZC Hanfling Muller and Sari Dratch. They are the bus directors of Give Roots and Give Nation respectful, respectively. Thank you both very much. Thank you so much. Thank and you for having us. congratulations on another great summer. Uh, more coming up as we uh, are at Yom NCSY here at the Nahum Siegel Network as we uh, continue with a... Uh, Wonderful presentation at Yom NCSY and just get into a, um, a really amazing and incredible night here in Ranana as um, the excitement just starts to build and we are back in our regular format and very excited about that to say the least. Plenty more coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.
Some Simcha Liner. We'll do more from him coming up here at JM in the AM. In the background, you are watching hundreds and really, in reality, close to 2,000 NCSYers gathered together, depending on where their uh, specific summer program is sitting. That determines where they're sitting in this beautiful amphitheater in Renana Park. Uh, you're watching it, you're hearing it, and we are experiencing one of the most uh, incredible celebrations, especially one that you can have right after Tishabov which is amazing get right back into our uh, exciting portion of the year uh, with this group from NCSY. Yom NCSY is happening in Park Ranana, and you're with JM in the AM. Ben Guncher is here. He is the Chief Relationship Officer for Southern NCSY. Those of you who wonder how incredible and vibrant the southern part of the Jewish United States is, I can tell you that Southern NCSY is a great example of it. And he's joined by uh, Evelyn Katz, who's here from Miami, observing all of this activity as well. A pleasure to welcome you both. Ben, how are things down in Florida? Fabulous. Fabulous. We work with an incredible team. Have magnificent lay leaders like Evelyn and the rest of the crew that joined us. And just so excited to be here. Have you seen any Floridians here yet tonight? Oh, only about 150 <laughs> of our teens. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Nice pretty representation, good. to say the least. Absolutely. And Southern NCSY, I mean, obviously, does not just include Miami. I'm sure it has many other areas of the state, right? And we, uh, Not just Florida. We go all the way north. We have nine state region. Nine? Nine states. Going all the way just south of Atlanta. Wow. But uh, all the way over, we have a couple kids here. Jacksonville, Savannah, um, Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, so it's way beyond Florida. Absolutely. Um, and general during the year when students are not here and teens are not here celebrating Yom NCSY, what's going on with NCSY during the school year down in Florida? What's not going on with NCSY during the school year? 24 staff members working full-time 
reaching over 3,600 Jewish teenagers in southern region. Well, they're doing a good job. Fabulous. I assume Fantastic. there's good leadership down there. Not only good leadership, wonderful people, wonderful lay leaders, uh, great programs, both in the public schools, the Jewish day schools, and the elite private non-Jewish schools as well. Very nice. Evelyn is here, Evelyn Katz from Miami. What is your impression of this gathering so far tonight? I'm sorry, go ahead, now I got you. Just a little overwhelming, but also <laughs> uplifting because I can see how excited these kids are to be here, to be together, to be in Israel, to be participating in each and every program. And I know there's a lot of them and they're very varied because one size doesn't fit all. All these kids, each one has different needs and they, they get met here and so with NCSY. So I'm, I'm excited. Tell me about the value of the organization in the southern part of the United States. How valuable is it? What kind of influence does it have that really changes families and communities down there? Okay, so NCSY was very, very vibrant in South Florida for many, many years. Then there was a little lull. And then came Rabbi Goncher and Todd Cohen. And the whole organization revived with them. I'm a past NCSY parent. Two of my three children uh, what, my daughter was an NCSY chapter president in Miami Beach. My son went on Jolt. Uh, and when my youngest daughter was ready, that's when NCSY kind of fizzled. But now it's extremely vibrant, as you heard. The amount of kids that we touch in Florida is just tremendous. The outcome that we get is, is, is really, really what keeps us doing what we're doing. And the more, the better. There's so many more teams that we need to reach. Just so many more. Are there others like yourself in lay leadership yes. position to understand this? We're all here. Everyone's here? <laughs> well, all, most of our A large board, delegation? A large delegation of our board is here, right? 10 out of 12 of our Southern Advisory Board members are here with us tonight. Holy cow, I wonder if the teens realize that there's such an interest among the adults in what's going on here tonight. Right, right. I mean, we came on a mini mission because we wanted to see we hear about the programs and we're well informed, but, but to see it and to hear from the kids what they're telling about, what their experiences are and how transformative it is for them is, is just mind-boggling. Rabbi Ben, for those listening around the country, meaning the United States, who may not understand the benefit of having an effective NCSY program in their community, what would you say to them? I'd say it's time to get with the program. You know, I've heard it from our board members over the last 24 hours. NCSY is not about raising dollars, it's about raising Jews. And that's what we're here doing tonight. That's what we're doing all year long. And if it's not happening in your community, then it's time to start. And I guess one of the biggest and most important components of the summer programs. Oh, by far. Not only is it a, a beautiful way for the students to end the year, but often we're finding it's a great kickstart to get them growing, both spiritually, religiously, academically, politically, all across their careers, high school-wise. It's a tremendous jump start to get them going. It is amazing that in this society that we continue to, uh, uh, where we continue to uh, watch um, sort of a cookie-cutter system very often in Jewish communities, how here we have programs that are tailored to every type of interest that a student might have. You alluded to it just now with the list that you went through. It's heartwarming that our community can put that together. It's, it's fabulous. Some of our donors have noticed that we have officially 14 summer programs in Israel, three more for a total of 17 not in Israel, and one of them, the internship, has 11 different tracks. So all said and done, we're going to keep our board members and donors busy over the next couple days visiting 28 different programs. And every one of them different. Every single yes. one. Different student, different needs. 
Well, you're used to this weather, I can tell you that much. Aside from that, it's nice to see you here in Israel. Rabbi Ben Goncher at uh, Evelyn Katz, when they head back to Miami, they'll make sure everyone's down there listening to JM and the AM. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you so you. much, A pleasure. Us. Great having you. More pleasure coming up. You. I buy a pleasure meeting you, and thank you. More coming up here at JM and the AM. And um, behind us, the, act the activity and the uh, action behind us are all the teens that are gathering because tonight, on this Thursday morning broadcast, we are going to be featuring a lot of the live music that's going to be happening, including Mordechai Shapiro, who's supposed to appear. What do you say, Miriam Wallach? Oh, wait a second. I got to remember to turn these microphones on, don't I? Well, I think our listeners help. already know that you prefer my mic be off most of the time. Um, there is a, it, it's a crazy energy in here right now. It's, I, I, you can't see what's going on behind you. Obviously, you're conducting interviews, and there's a, there's a as Mark would say, there's a radio show going on here. Yeah. But I have to tell you, there is a massive party behind you. And we, of course, want to thank everyone at the OU. We want to thank David Cutler. We want to thank Amy Moskov, who's been... Oh, Amy. I referred to Amy already today as co-producing this, mor this, uh, yeah. this morning show, I should say, to this evening show. I'm having a little trouble... Yeah, uh, the Thursday out. morning show. Exactly, the Thursday morning show. So there's just a lot going on. We have a lot of exciting guests on deck. We're going to go to a song now. We're going to invite um, Rabbi Greenland on the air and, and, and get this party going. All right, we are, uh, we're here as eyewitnesses to this incredible gathering. Yo men CSY, everybody. And behind us, all these teens who are getting ready for a great musical performance and a wonderful celebration. That's what this is. It's a wonderful celebration. Every color T-shirt, by the way, represents a different trip. So <laughs> when you're looking out on the video and you see this rainbow of color, and you see, by the way, the rainbow spectrum on the, spa on the stage, there's a reason for that. Everyone is represented here tonight. They're representing the NCSY summer programs, and the way they're going, they're going to run out of colors soon. Yes. It's amazing. All right, more coming up. I promised everybody a Simcha Liner song that's more befitting the post three weeks. Here we go at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., uh, that's Simcha Liner. Boy, do I uh, hope that Z.K. is watching because, again, we, uh, we have found ourselves in a unique situation here at Yom CSY. A uh, limited amount of light, so we, and we don't want to cheat anybody who's watching on the video of seeing what's happening here behind the scenes. So we are improvising, to say the least, as we uh, continue here at Yom NCSY. Rabbi Micha Greenland is with us. He is, of course, the International Director of NCSY. It is a pleasure to welcome you back to these airwaves. Oh, give me a second. I have to get used to turning these things on. There we go. A pleasure to be here, Nachum. Thank I appreciate you so much. that. Usually it's by telephone. It's nice to see you live and in person. This is for you, I'm sure, a very interesting night because uh, you literally deal with NCSY internationally. To some people, that's a surprise that there is even an international NCSY. And here you get to see so many students, so many teens from so many different areas coming together in one special night. Must be an interesting feeling for you. Um, interesting is, uh, is one way to describe it. I, I would say ecstatic is another way to describe <laughs> it. It's really just uh, incredible to see the breadth and depth of all the different types of kids that we have here just all flying high at, uh, the, the, for the most of them, a uh, conclusion or the winding down of what's been an incredible summer of inspiration. Right. Uh, we should note that, by the way, for a lot of these uh, teens, another week or two in their summer program is going to be over, right? A exactly. Exactly. Our longer programs are six weeks, which right. means that they're here another three, but the shorter programs are four weeks, and they're, they're here uh, another five, six days 
Tell me about the international presence of your organization. We know about North America, and the bulk of the students here, of course, are from North America. But there is actually an imprint, a footprint that NCSY has outside of the USA. No question. Uh, we're very proud of that. Um, many years ago, I would say about uh, eight or ten at this point, we, we launched NCSY in South America, in Chile and Argentina, which has been expanding ever since. Um, we're working on other Central American countries at the moment. Um, as uh, Michael Bengio, who's our Chilean director, is taking responsibility for expansion um, in that part of the world. And uh, what we're really proud of is actually just uh, a year ago, we launched NCSY Israel, um, which it sounds funny. We, we never had NCSY <laughs> Israel. <laughs> We've had a presence myself. in Israel for a long time. Um, but specifically focused on North American Olim and the support that they need when their families, it, it's, it's oftentimes difficult for an, a, an, a, an immigrating family coming to, uh, coming to Israel. Maybe their kids were active at NCSY in America and then they don't have anything similar here. Um, or sometimes they're just not, not comfortable with the social network. It takes some time to acclimate the klita, the absorption doesn't go so well. And NCSY Israel has been instrumental since its founding in, in uh, meeting the needs of these North American Olim uh, teenagers. Rabbi Mitha Greenland is here. Uh, give me an example of a chapter in Israel. Where would there be one that we, a place we would have heard of? So we're primarily in, uh, in the Merkaz, central Israel, which means uh, Yerushalayim area and Beit Shemesh area. And uh, God willing, we hope to expand in the future to Ranana area, um, as well as other places where there are uh, substantial numbers of, of uh, North Americans who would really benefit. And is it difficult for you to coordinate the South American presence? I mean, I know there's some type of language barrier, right? I would guess, unless you're more experienced at things than it's I think funny. you are. It's uh, funny. We've been on conference calls with our South American directors that have been conducted entirely in Hebrew because ah, good they, their English <laughs> and, uh, and my Spanish um, have left something to be desired. So Hebrew is a good middle ground. But uh, the truth is that, that at least in the case of our, our two primary directors, Michael Bengio um, and Martin Leibovich in, uh, in, in Argentina, uh, their English is excellent. So uh, we, supervision is, uh, is, is something we, 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 we feel we, we accomplish proudly. Over the years, and you know how often We've spoken over the decades with NCSY heads about the differences in regions in the United States, for instance. You know, Florida may operate a little differently than California and a million other examples. Do you find the whole experience much different in South America? I don't know, the students themselves or families, what they're expecting from the organization, different than what we're used to in the U.S.? Uh, th there's definitely less going on. And I find that anywhere, and sometimes this happens even in North American cities, um, where there is a, an NCSY presence and not much else happening, right. um, it's actually in many ways easier to engage kids like that, easier to inspire kids like that. There's less distracting them, less competing for their attention. Um, and I, 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 definitely, um, um, I, I definitely find that, uh, that that's, that's, that's the case in South America as well. We're just being informed that the program starting behind us. You can imagine them all. You don't have to imagine it. You, you know already from first-hand experience the excitement that we're about to witness with all these thousands of teens and getting together on this one very special night. Um, the, pro the importance of the summer programs. You know, we talk about in, in, in the general community, camp often 
and I gotta be careful, some of the schools may get upset at me. Camp often is more important for the student than school, and certainly a different type of experience, 24 hours a day, etc. Here, it's not just 24 hours a day, it's outside of their own comfort zone, their own country, it's going traveling, it's meeting new people that they're not used to seeing in school for the last eight years of their lives. Uh, it, it, it's just, there's no way to quantify what this experience means for the average Jewish team. Without a doubt. I, I actually, I gave a, uh, I gave a talk today to the Michlelet Madrichot, the advisors of our Michlelet program. I shared with them, very much like you just said, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky famously said that a good camp counselor can accomplish more in two months in the summer than the best Rebbe can accomplish in 10 months during the year. Yep. That's Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, and, and not, not talking about a, a mediocre Rebbe, a great, the best Rebbe. Uh, what best Rebbe accomplishes during the year. So layer, I, I think that's because they're role models to these kids in a way that, that teachers walking around with a grade book in a structured environment can't possibly be as much as uh, our schools have incredible, irreplaceable value. Then you toss in the Israel factor. And you toss in the, the, the experiences that these kids are having, the, the way their, their horizons are being expanded and they're in the, the holiest place on the planet having, doing things and learning things that they, they, they never have the opportunity to be exposed to in their home environment. It really is a recipe for transformation. A lot of good things coming out of NCSY. These summer programs are one of them. And as you know, because you know the plan, they are just expanding. There's no stopping David Cutler and his <laughs> circle of, uh, of leaders. Uh, thank God. We, 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 uh, we have a 2020 vision that we crafted two years ago in 2015. Right. A five-year strategic plan for NCSY growth. Um, that, that oh, general uh, NCSY. General NCSY, and a, a component, a core component of that plan is expanding our summer offerings from um, just over 1,000 participants to 2,000 participants. We are well on our way now, two years into that, with 1,450 this summer, 1,450 teens, and, uh, and, and already plans for expansion next summer, and God willing, uh, doubling then the impact of NCSY summer over a five-year period really exciting uh, part of our growth. Amazing numbers. A pleasure to see you again. Always. Enjoy Thank tonight. So Rabbi Micha Greenland, enjoy Amazing. tonight. You deserve it, as does all the leaders here at NCSY. Thank it you. is Yom NCSY here at JM in the AM. That's right. Yom NCSY here at JM in the AM. Wednesday night, literally hours after we got back into our regular format, all these wonderful NCSYers gathered together in order to be here in this atmosphere. And as the program starts behind me, how appropriate it is that as this program reaches its initial crescendo, as this program kicks off, jump starts, and really gets everybody going, who is sitting next to me? Then the great Noam Weinberg, the director of Jolt Israel. He is here. Gabe Greenberg from Bergenfield, New Jersey is accompanying him. Hi there, Gabe. How are you, sir? And I just have to... Hi, my name is Gabe Greenberg. I'm a camper on uh, NCSY Joel Israel, and yeah, that's... Well, wait a second. The thing we want to know more than anything else, how's Rabbi Weinberg doing oh, this Rabbi summer? Rabbi Weinberg is the best guy ever. <laughs> he is the best director in the world. Thank you. I'm so glad to have him as a director. Rabbi Weinberg, you know that's why we brought Gabe on, just to give you your props. Gabe you know is that. my boy. Gabe is my boy. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It's a pleasure to be with you. I think it's always. funny that you're on the second this thing explodes behind us. Listen. 
Uh, talking about explosion, have you seen incredible growth from your campers, your teens it, this summer? It is amazing. I was actually just talking to somebody a little bit earlier about the fact that, uh, you know, besides for the amazing experience that we had with the kids from Zithron Menachem, I mean, there's been such a tremendous evolution in terms of and, and, and evolving of, of the kids that have come with us this summer. It is amazing. From the beginning point till now, you know, people think four weeks, five weeks, it's not such a long time, but the truth of the matter is, it's like in camp years, camp days are like, uh, you know, one day is like a year in the life of a, of a kid, and but it, it, it's fantastic, and we're very, very excited You're about that. You're now, what is this, year two or three for you? What are we up to? This is year two. Year two. Year but two. already, I think I could say that because you've seen the students from last summer yeah. over the school year, you could already, you could already see some of the results of what happened last oh, summer. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean... I'll give you a perfect example. Um, after after last summer, you know, I was I was questioning how would I really know and be able to ascertain whether or not we were successful. I get a call from one of my madrichim, from my advisors, he says to me, "Listen, we have an issue. A couple of a couple of kids uh, have asked if we can if we can go to Paramus, New Jersey, because they need some help on some Torah. I said, of course, send out an email, see how many kids will come, put it in our chat. Now these maybe are 10th, we'll they were 11th graders. 11th graders. I said, maybe we'll get 5 or 10 kids. 32 kids. 32 you kids. Wanted to go to Paramus. Went to Paramus. They went. Chastora. They went to Paramus for some Torah. I said, okay, we were mostly up. You would say that again. Noam Weinberg, Jolt Israel is here. Gabe Greenberg, one of his, uh, one of his prize, prize one of my teams for this summer. What, give me a typical day. Tell me what happens in a typical day in Jolt. Uh, well, today first we wake up really early. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and then we have, we dive in, and we have a lot of food for breakfast. <laughs> then we get on the bus and we have we go to our, our activity or whatever we're doing. Like or maybe we're gonna do. If for example, we might be doing a hike. Everyone is so excited to do the hike. It's like the best like, best thing ever. And. Uh, there's no words. Uh, there's no words. How every single day in Jordan Israel is the best days of my life. Your teens don't realize that hiking is difficult and <laughs> yeah. often it's not anticipated or yeah. encouraged. We well, yeah. I mean, the, the hiking is fun. We love it. I wonder how many of them knew coming into the summer that you worked them hard. Do you have a reputation already of working? Um, hard? I do. I do. I told them that it's going to be an intense. Uh, it's going to be an intense program. Early mornings, late nights. They knew that. They knew that going into it. But that's part of the. That's part of the um, that's part of the leadership element to it. You know, it's not it's not just a regular touring program. It's a lot more than that. I'm told that Orly is going to uh, is going to join us. Thank By you. the way, j thank you very much, there, Gabe. By the way, um, is Jolt an acronym or it's or yes? Oh, it's for Jewish Overly Overseas Leadership Training. The reason I say it is because it seems to me that once you get a hold of these teams, they really get a Jolt. So in yes. addition to being an acronym. It's a, it's a pretty good verb for you guys. I agree. What did you say? I agree. What's happening tomorrow? Now that the nine days are over, you're probably getting to much more physical activities yeah, out there, well, right? Yeah, uh, well, right after uh, Yom NTSY, we're driving down to Eilat. We should get there at about 3 o'clock in the morning. You're going from here? Yeah. Sleep for a little bit. Oh, did you know that early? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep for a little bit. And then uh, we have a full day of water sports, boat rides, hiking. Um, just like awesome stuff. Was it an easy sell for you this off-season? Was this program sold out pretty fast? We sold out in about three weeks. Seriously? Yeah. So by January 1, it was over? Over. That must be a good feeling it for you. It was a great feeling. 
That was a great feeling. Everyone knows I'm a big Rabbi Noam Weinberg fan, so I shut nachos whenever you tell me these things. You can tell tell I'm very excited. Uh, I'm told that Orly Han is with us. And uh, Orly, hello to you, Orly. And uh, Orly is from Teaneck, New Jersey, if I'm right. That's right. Could you give me your impressions of Jolt Israel, please? Um, it's really, it's been really, it's been amazing so far. Like, like I, I've been going to Bushra for years, and there's really like been no summer program like this that I've, I've seen. Um, like, like the whole Zom Zom camp that we had, which is an amazing experience. Have you yeah. met a lot of uh, teens from other parts of the U.S.? I have. Um, I, um, I met some people from Memphis, from Tennessee, from Minnesota, um, two, two kids from, from Canada, so it's really nice to have friends from all over now. Boy, pretty amazing. And you know that as the summer keeps going, the activities are just going to get better and better. You yeah, know yeah, it, it, it's amazing. It, it, it's, it's so much fun thing. You're based in New York, and yet you're able to attract from the middle of the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I travel around a little bit uh, when necessary, but it's really word of mouth at this point. Kids are hearing from all over the place, which is great. Um, so thank God. I'm going to do a little bit more traveling this this year. Uh, I want to attract, uh, you know, continue to attract a diverse crowd. I would guess at this point, CSY Summer Leadership might try to encourage you to expand the program to more teams. We've been speaking about it. I can uh, imagine. Definitely, and there are always pluses and minuses, right? Always pluses and minuses to it. There's definitely a need um, and there's definitely a want. Um, I'm not sure if next year is the right year to do it, but, uh, but I mean, thank God, like, the success is, like, really tremendous. Can't thank you enough. Great seeing you. It's always a pleasure. Rabbi Noam Weinberg is great. Orly, thank you very, very much. Thank you are the best. You are the best. I love you. You are the best. Rabbi Noam Weinberg, as uh, any regular listener of ours knows, I'm a very, very big fan. Um, Are we at the top of the hour? We are. We're going to get to this selection, and then we're going to continue with the uh, next hour of JM and the AM. A very, very interesting experience being at Yom NCSY and those of you who are watching and who are and who are um, enjoying who are part of this experience I greatly appreciate you doing so behind us the live music is going to start very very soon and when it does we will have some of it for you coming up at Yom NCSY We'll go to Ellie Marcus. More happening. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. That's Ellie Marcus, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Um, lots going on, as you can imagine. We are just completing uh, hour number one of our first program post uh, nine days format. I want to thank uh, Matis for playing the 10th of Av special yesterday, for, for hosting 10th of Av special yesterday uh, with her Shlomo Kalbach stories. A big thank you to Matis. want to thank um, uh, ZK and Avrami, who are in the U.S. want to thank Yoni, who's here on the spot, and, of course, Miriam Alwalek, producing today's show. want to thank... Um, I want to thank uh, Amy, who's uh, serving as our co-producer here today at uh, JM in the AM, lining up all of our guests. It's a Thursday, which means our full lineup, including Charlie Harari and Unlocking Greatness, plus Spin Class with Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder, then Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Joseph, and the brand new That's Life with Miriam Alwalik from Jerusalem, all happening starting at 9 a.m. until 11 o'clock. Avrami will host our live lunch today. And please keep uh, keep an eye out for the brand new show hosted by Mark Zamek starting tomorrow. It's the Erev Shabbat show. The Erev Shabbat show is going to be Thursday nights at 7 p.m. And then again played for you Friday morning starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And that starts uh, tonight. That starts tonight, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And I thank Mark for his dedication and for that innovation. That is brought to you, by the way, by the wonderful people at Kedem. Maish Bain is with us. He's president of the OU. It's as simple as that. Great to see you again. Welcome to the show. Hope your summer has gone well so far and that things are uh, things are as exciting as <laughs> as they sound in back of us. This is this is just an expression of what's what it's like every day at NCSY. That's true, by the way, to a large extent. All this excitement is going on on your average weekday program, your big Shabbatonim, the big regional conventions, all the Torah programs, which are now seem to dominate all, all across the board in NCSY. There is this type of enthusiasm. All the time. But, t- but tonight they really get to express it, huh? Well, I think tonight they get to see how they're part of so mu- something so much bigger. Right. And that adds a dimension that's incredible. Uh, have you seen these summer programs up close before this summer? Yes, well, 15 years ago I was chairman of NCSY, so I had an opportunity during those years to see the programs. There's a lot of new programs, though, that didn't exist 15 years ago that are incredibly innovative and exciting. Yeah, it's funny. Earlier I said that in this era where some of us in our community like to push people into a cookie-cutter atmosphere, it's amazing how all these programs are formed with individual students and uh, teens' strengths in mind and interests in mind and activities in mind, all, of course, in a Torah atmosphere. It's really an amazing way to expand. Well, I think it's fundamental to being an Orthodox Jew, to find everybody's personal inclinations and try to mine what they're about, and that's what we're trying to do. And I think, in general, we have to learn how to do that as a community. No question about it. And the expansion of these programs has already been announced. Has been There's a goal that's been set. Um, as you know, goals... Often make it more likely to happen than if someone just you know expresses an interest of, of growing a product, and I think all the numbers that your staff is talking about are achievable. I, I, we had a five-year NCSY plan that we're going to hit after three years, so it's just been incredible. The community has been incredibly supportive and generous, and the po- the target population has been so receptive. They're eager for this connection, and we, we thought it was the case, and now we know it's the case. You came into the OU in this leadership position as president, 
and it was obvious from some of your first activities you wanted to put a very strong emphasis on Torah study in our community and invite people of all backgrounds in their communities to be part of a real Torah experience. Have you met that goal yet? No, that's very early on in the stages. We have been fortunate in having funding given to us to start some of the programs. We're much more in the planning stages on, the, on those dimensions. They're a lot more complicated and we have to figure out how to frame Torah and present Torah in a way that will be engaging and understandable for people with different types of backgrounds. So we're working very hard on trying to make it work. The OU in general has so many different departments, so many different things they do. To the average person, of course, you know, Kashrus and what has the latest, <laughs> the latest addition to the OU roster is important. Um, but there's so many other things. Uh, it, you've taken note, I'm sure, of all of them during your tenure so far. But give our listeners a couple that have just you know, stood out to you. Some, in fact, that we may not be as familiar with that's happening under the OU umbrella. Well, one of the, the focuses that we've been having for the last couple of years that really has hit a high mark this year is the advocacy on the state level mm. for tuition assistance, which we view as being incredibly fundamental to the existential existence of orthodoxy. The price of education is so astronomical. We put an enormous amount of resources. The community has been incredibly supportive on a financial basis, and we're already seeing enormous returns on our investments. So that's been a very exciting. The college campus programs that we're doing, we're up to 25 campuses, and now we're, we're now in discussions about expanding it even outside of the United States to foreign places that have American students, and that has also been incredibly exciting and successful. Um, some of the programs are about excitement and attracting students. Others, I believe, reflect a desperation, I'm using that word, in our community, and I believe the campus program goes in that category. If people only knew what is going on in college campuses and how we lose, unfortunately, so many of our students who've been in yeshiva previously in their life, have been in day school and high school, you know, in our community previously in their educational life. And on top of that, you add the whole BDS movement and everything that they have to face while being on these campuses. I believe these 25, you're answering a real emergency call. We are, and but the emergency really starts much younger than that. It starts in high school and maybe even before high school. If we're putting children in that kind of vulnerability when they're 18, they should have been addressed when they're 12 and 13. And we're going to have to look at a holistic view of how to educate our children in a stronger way, a more intense Jewish experience that makes them feel much closer to their Torah Judaism and their observance that will reduce that fall-off rate that we're suffering. It must be something coming into a position like this and realizing there's so much more to do than you may even originally have thought. Am I right? Well, in one sense, that's true. On the other hand, it's so big. You know you're never going to do everything. Right. So it's, that's an adjustment that, that makes it a lot more reasonable. No question. Uh, did you visit any of these summer programs yet during this summer? Yes, I've, I've visited a number of them. I was at TJJ yesterday afternoon, Tisha B'Av Oh, that's afternoon. an inspiring one, no? It was incredible, and they were, they were given a presentation by Rachel Frankel about her experience, and it was just a, a, such an intense Tisha B'Av experience of connecting to your broader Jewish community and your relationship. In the morning, I was at Kolel for, for Kinos, and that was incredible. They have Rosh Hashivas of, you know, incredible moment that any of us would want to spend listening to their Perushim on Kinos. That was also incredible. On, on the night of Tisha B'Av, I was with Jolt, which is a program for day school children at Herodian for, for Eicha and, and the Kumsitz afterwards. And each one of them was a unique and incredibly intense experience. Israel has, a, uh, has, has, has an effect on people, huh? So I know it does on me. To say the least. Uh, congratulations. You're overseeing tremendous growth and really a wonderful reputation, to say the least, for the organization in general. And this has got to give you such incredible nachas. It, it does. It does. It, this is symbolizing the unity of Kla Yisrael and how we're all together, regardless of our background. It's all encapsulated here tonight. No question. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. A pleasure. Moish Bain, everybody, is, of course, the president <coughs> excuse me, of the OU. And he is enjoying what we are enjoying this evening. 
He is enjoying a really high-spirited, energetic, and amazing uh, uh, crowd. As Keep Alive, I'm told, is coming on stage. Are we gonna? Are we gonna go to? Uh, oh, I don't have them. I don't think. <laughs> that was a very good guess on your part. <laughs> um, what's Amy's last name? Moskov. Amy Moskov is our co-producer of tonight's show, and we thank her very, very much, to say the least. Thank you very much. Are right, we going to a song? Are we heading to a song? We have a surprise guest. <laughs> oh my gosh! I almost didn't recognize him. I know. I almost didn't recognize him. Ladies and gentlemen, you may be—you uh, may remember because you're regular JMN listeners. That just uh, two short months ago, we were guests up on the Aisha Torah roof to really provide for our audience the best Yom Yerushalayim celebration ever. It was. And you remember because we had all the actualities from 1967 and really presented an incredible show. Uh, that was, of course, because we were the guests of Rabbi uh, Steve Berg and our friends at Aish and, of course, our friends at Amit as an extension of that as well. Uh, a pleasure to welcome you to Jam in the Am. Thank you so much. Rabbi Berg. This is amazing. I was literally waiting here just to hug you, and now I'm on radio. That is like the magic that's, uh, that's happening. Here. Well, it's great to welcome you here. Uh, um, how are things at Aisha Torah? Oh, my gosh. They're, they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. We have, uh, on average, there are days we have over 1,000 people coming through the building this summer. Every kid here in NCSY, thank God, has been through our building. But I have to tell you, the other day on Thursday, you know, there was a little bit of back and forth. I looked out my window. And I saw a Palestinian flag hanging from Alaska Mosque. Oh, boy. And that started a whole bunch of trouble up there. Correct. And I have to tell you, literally at that moment, Aisha Torah had a seum. Fifteen boys who had just learned to read Hebrew like a year or two ago made a seum on Masech Sukkah. So we're sitting there on the Aish porch. They're making a, a seum. Smoke, bombs, people running all over in the background. It was just symbolic of why we're never going anywhere. It was just incredible. The presence, in fact, that you and your building and the people who are at Aish has in that very important area of the old city is, uh, is noteworthy. And in these times where, we encur where we're encouraging everybody to remind the world how important these locations are, yep. thank you UNESCO and thank you the Arab world in general, uh, it's really um, it's very, very important that you're there. Uh, well, I thank you. This is, uh, this is quite a night, huh? It is quite a night. The NC SWA guys uh, do a terrific job, and you know I spent 22 golden years there, and I couldn't be prouder of them. Just I can only imagine. Rabbi Steve Berg, thank you. Thank you. Can I give you a hug and a yeah, kiss? You certainly can. <laughs> Keep alive is in the background, everybody. <laughs> Keep alive at JM and the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Let's keep alive here live at Yom NCSY. Pretty amazing, huh? Uh, Adam Simon is here. He is the, let me get this right, Adam. He is the director of Next Step Internship Program. Explain to our audience what the Next Step Internship, internship Program is. So uh, Next Step Israel Internships is the first high school-based internship program, uh, not just for Jewish teens, but actually for any high school teens here in Israel. Uh, we have 31 interns from around North America, and actually one from Israel itself, interning at Jerusalem nonprofits, hospitals, research labs, uh, startups, and all sorts of other different companies throughout the Jerusalem area. Nights and weekends, like a 90 cell phone plan, we connect, learn, tour the country, and, uh, and we teach them about entrepreneurship, how to develop themselves as Jews and as human beings. First of all, are these positions available? Are there enough available in Israel for this? I spent the last six months. I can uh, imagine. I spent the last six months finding them. Yeah. And so it's not for profit and the and the entrepreneurial. World. We're we're working in, in all industries. We're hoping to uh, to develop specific tracks as the program develops and we scale. We're looking to develop specific tracks around uh, you know specific areas of interest. So uh, a nonprofit track, an entrepreneurship track, medical track. Um, we're looking at doing a, a, a specific tech track. We have a, a large number of, of high-tech and programming and coding internships available. So we're, we're working on, on fleshing it out now. The teens are uh, coming out of what grade? Um, the teens are generally coming out of 11th and 12th grade. Um, we do have teens as young as not coming out of 9th and 10th grade. We have one specific uh, like a whiz kid specifically coming out of 9th grade who's, a, who's an expert in, in code and things like that, and he's actually... Um, one of the more mature kids in the program. Where is he working during his internship? He's he's working at Efficacy Care, which is a is a company. It's a startup based out of JVP, the media quarter here in Jerusalem, um, which is a venture uh, a venture capital play facility that essentially built out a, an accelerator for startups. He came in and uh, essentially analyzed their code for them, and the the director or CEO of the, of the company told me he saved them a month's worth of work in the week that he's been there. If he wanted to make Aliyah, he might so have a job. He very well might. <laughs> I, I'm, we're, we already have uh, registration actually open today, pre-registration open today for next summer, and we already have 10 students from this summer that want to come back and our second year program, which will they'll function in a certain mentor role toward the first year students, and also they'll have opportunities to go back to their internship for a second year, and theoretically, that is a, a, a very real potential for them to have you a, a job You must do tremendous basement. research on this because a lot of internship roles, frankly, can be really boring and unexciting. Yes. So uh, we do a lot of research, and even with the research, you know, I the weeks leading up to the program, I visit all the sites. We actually pulled, pulled three interns before the program started, just days before the program started, and replaced them because I wasn't satisfied with the level of work they were being provided. And even the first week of the program, we, you know, we moved people around. Um, we have a, a very specific protocol with, with a, if there's a problem internship placement. Essentially, we start by encouraging the student to reach out to their boss as, as, a, as a life skill training. If that doesn't work, then we move to meet with the boss directly. And if that doesn't work, we, we have internship backups you know, ready to go for them to move them into a new, into a new facility. How long are you doing this? So it's a five-week program, um, and this is our first year. This is the first year? This is the first year, Who correct. even thought of this? It's really not your conventional NCSY it summer is, program. It is very not conventional NCSY. Uh, Dan Hazoni and Yoni Coleman, the director of information systems and the director of innovation, 
actually partnered with um, with the Jim Joseph Foundation, the UJA of New York, and the Jewish Education Project to bring this pro program into reality um, through the facilitation of NCSY and the OU. Um, and, and we're in our first year. We're a part of a cohort of, uh, of summer trips that are run, that are um, funded through the Jewish Education Project and the collaboration of the Jim Joseph Foundation and the UJ of New York. How many teens do you have with you? 31 teens this summer. That's a big number for a first year Thank program. Thank God we've, uh, we've worked very hard on it. I can only imagine. Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. A lot of LA kids here or not? Um, there's actually no LA kids on the program. Um, I'm I, after LA, I lived in San Diego for about 11 years, classroom teaching in an NCSY role. We just made Aliyah about a year ago. And we have one student who's in the same boat. His family's originally from San Diego. He grew up there. I know him from there. Stanley made Ali out of Herzliya, and he's interning uh, at a uh, video game, video music game startup in uh, in in the Mass Challenge uh, Workshop Accelerator. No language barrier. Um, he actually speaks very little Hebrew. Um, they made Aliyah only recently, and uh, his Hebrew, his French is better than his Hebrew. He lives in Herzliya, where there's a very and very he still can can do it. He's still doing it. Yeah, and I appreciate his what he brings to the table. Yes pretty amazing I'll tell you yeah, it, it's, it's incredible to have seen the students come in you know high school interns it's hard to sell that to a yeah, to a startup of course. We mainly and from a different country we mainly appeal to their Zionist sensibilities honestly and saying you know this is, this is the next wave of kibbutzniks and people coming to volunteer and, and build the country but when they get there I mean I have a student from New Jersey um, who is came in doing busy work I encourage him to speak to his boss he's now doing 3D modeling for a video game <laughs> and writing a script for their for their promotional video I mean like once they see the skill sets the teenagers are incredibly impressive and once they see the skill sets you know, they're very excited to give them new opportunities and new roles amazing things have really changed since I was a teen I'll tell you how much that's, <laughs> that's true you sometimes get that feeling yes <laughs> I, you know I haven't felt old I've worked in NCSY for 11 years I haven't felt old till the summer but the, the, um, the skill sets that these teens have I mean I'll give you one example. We, you know, we have a big part of the program is autonomy. We really give the students a lot of autonomy and, you know, within safe bounds of NCSY. But right. the goal is to treat them like adults and let them feel like grown-ups. They're working every day, so we let them choose their own lunches. There's a lunch order. First day, I did a vote on the bus. That afternoon, I got an email from one of the students on the program. I built you a website. Here's the form. Here's all the menu options. All you do is send the link out. Kids click. They put their name in, and you have a spreadsheet put out. I was like, thank you very much, Shoshi. All right. So uh, you know, it's uh, it's incredible group of teens to work with, and it it does. It makes me feel uh, feel kind of old. That is unbelievable. But that happens every Monday and Thursday these days. <laughs> yep. They see a need, they create a spreadsheet, or yep. program, or an app. That's the, the startup culture is really really alive in this generation of kids. It's it's really it's fascinating to see. I'm really fascinated by this whole thing. It's simply called the uh, Next Step Intern Program. Next huh? Step Israel Internships. Israel the website is nextstepisrael.com. It's it's um separate from the, the standard NCSY summer application because there's a lot more rigorous right. process to get, you know, we imagine. build resumes did to, with them. Did you have to let some kids down? Did you have to? We uh, did. We had, we, we had a lot of applicants and, uh, you know, we, one of the goals of the program is to keep it as a small, it's a cohort, meaning it's not really a trip as much as a cohort. They're all in different places all day and we're trying to build a community around that. So to build a community with more than 30 or 40, you know, can be challenging. Next summer we hope to scale and build, like I said, the tracks which will allow us to scale larger right. and still maintain a, a small family-like feel. Which not-for-profit has been impressive for you guys? There a large one that our listeners would have heard of that um, is the world, the world Zionist Organization actually has been has been a great partner with us. Really? We have an intern there who's doing research on anti-Semitic um, incidents around the world um, and, and helping draft PR responses from the World Zionist Organization. It's been very, very interesting for him. as a, he's, he's interested in writing. It's been very interesting for him to have to channel his writing 
for a public-facing audience that's that's more general than what he's used to. Very cool. Yeah, they're then they're a great partner with us. The World Zionist Organization, again, appealing to the Zionist sensibility goes a long way with them. So, Adam Simon, he leads the uh, Next Step Israel internship program. Were you on the Nefesh Benefesh flight last August? Uh, we were on a Nefesh Benefesh flight uh, August, yeah, group August 4th, yeah. As opposed to the charter. Correct. Coming from California. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, hey, <laughs> no excuses necessary. I'm just curious if we were on the same plate or not. That's all. Well, a pleasure meeting you. Nice to meet you as You're well. You're doing an amazing program. Thank you very much. 100%. All right, Adam, a pleasure. Enjoy your CSY. Thank you, you too. <laughs> I almost forgot about the focus of where we are. <laughs> uh, a very impressive uh, program, to say the least, uh, as we explore a lot of great things that are happening here at JM in the AM. All right, Yoman CSY, everybody. More coming up here is Eighth Day. Dance, dance, 
J.M. and the A.M. Keep Alive is live with us at Yo Men CSY. Alive, live at JM in the AM. Yoni, you don't have that uh, little thing for the iPhone, do you? <laughs> I forgot that our old system doesn't work now <laughs> on the new iPhone of getting my gold watcher on. How do you like that? Yes, Miriam Wallace. Should we do it that way? We have all these, everything's in the background, though. Should we play it through a microphone? I can't see Yoni. He says no. He says not to do it. Okay. I apologize. We'll uh, we'll invite my gold watcher, of course. Back to JMDM this coming Monday morning. My fault. I, I didn't realize that our that the iPhone 7 works much differently than the previous iPhones when it comes to getting my Goldwasser on the air. What can I tell you? It's Yeoman CSY. And in the hot seat. <laughs> Alan Fagan is, of course, the executive vice president of the Orthodox Union, the OU. Uh, an absolute pleasure to welcome him back to JM in the AM. Welcome back, and thanks for joining me. Thank you, Nahum. It is, uh, it's great to have you here, and this is a very special night, isn't it? Do you believe this? I really don't believe it. It's incredible. Uh, the organization uh, gets to me, uh, how, it's, uh, how it's done in so organized a fashion, and the spirit gets to me, how everybody is so excited and energized tonight. It's really an amazing feeling. It's all about the kids. Yeah. And they're doing well, the kids, it seems. Thank God. Absolutely unbelievable. I wish your audience could just get a picture of what's going on in this stadium here tonight. It is very nice. We're in uh, Park Ranana, everybody, and uh, close to 2,000 people gathered together, the majority of them teens with the NCSY summer programs. You know, obviously in a program like this, and we thank you, of course, for hosting us, a program like this, we get an, I get an opportunity to speak to real, hardcore, essential lay leaders, including yourself in our community. You know some of the people who have already been on this show. You know some who are coming up. It seems to me, uh, unless, the, unless I'm completely off, it seems to me that you and the others have formed this cohesive group that really has one goal, and that's to grow these programs in the Jewish community and education in the Jewish community as much as possible. It just, it's impossible for me to believe that all this could happen without an amazing uh, base of support and work that's happening at your level. Absolutely. We, we are so delighted of the partnership that we've been able to create between amazing professional staff and the most fantastic lay leadership whose support and encouragement makes all of this possible. But you know, it's not just uh, it, it's not just about the numbers and the increase in the size of the program year after year. It's about the quality of the program and the experience that these kids are getting, regardless of where they're from, regardless of their background. It's just uh, a, a, a really uh, a remarkable partnership. You know, one of the points that I made earlier is that in our world, in the Jewish world, there is often an attempt to direct young people to a cookie-cutter atmosphere. 
and I think this is a reflection that NCSY and the OU have a completely different point of view. You create programs based on the creative skills of different teams in our community and their interests and their pursuits and every time you turn around there's a new type of program that's cropping up. That's absolutely right. You know, we, what we've found is that if you want to attract teenage kids and bring them to Israel and increase their sense of religious identity, you've got to find a way to speak to every individual team in a different kind of way. So we have programs that are leadership development programs, we have programs that are travel programs, We've got internship opportunities now this oh, year for the first time. Oh, we just had a conversation with Adam Simon. It blew me away. It's an unbelievable... I, I cannot understand how that's working it so well. It is an absolutely it's unbelievable program. We hope to expand it next year. And you year. chose the right guy to lead it, it seems. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic uh, professional. Uh, we've got programs that are learning programs for young men, learning programs for young women. It, it's every, ver every variety of program experience that we can put together, chesed programming, uh, every type of programming that speaks individually to each one of these young people and what they care about, what they feel passionate about, and we want to tap into that passion and in the process have them see themselves as full Jews. I also think that as parents across the country see how organized and how successful your organization is, especially vis-a-vis -vis the summer programs, they are more inclined to send their young people, their teens, to these types of programs. You know, nothing that reminds me, uh, when I first thought of this job, it was three years ago. Right. And it was just shortly after I began that we started our summer program, and then the Gaza situation hit. War and, began. And the war began. And what I found was that every single parent trusted us to do the right thing with their kids. It takes decades to build up that kind of trust and confidence in parents, and we try every single day, every single day, to continue to earn that trust from the parent body. They're, they're sending their kids thousands of miles away, yeah. and they want to know that their kids are safe. Some parents themselves well. may never have been to Israel. It's very possible. Many so. of the parents, yeah. especially of our TJJ and Samson TJJ buses, most of those parents have never been to Israel. They know only what they've picked up and read in the newspaper, and they are fearful. Uh, and yet they'll entrust their kids to NCSY to be sure that they stay healthy and safe and well, and above all, happy. Alan Fagan is here. You mind being in competition with the live presentation? I love the live presentation. <laughs> even if it's even if they're trying to outdo you, they, huh? can, they can outdo me anytime they want. Um, it, it, but what have you seen? I don't know how many days you've been in Israel. Have you seen any of these summer programs yet for this year up close? I have seen most of them already. Uh, and uh, I'm here for ten days. It's been nonstop, morning to night. Uh, but what I see in those ten days can carry me forward for six months into the year uh, and then the next six months is looking forward to doing it again the following summer this is the highlight of our programming year yeah. we're watching thousands of kids increasing their relationship to God their relationship to their Judaism we're watching them grow we're watching them become successful uh, in their spiritual lives 
and having a great time in the process. You know, Noam Weinberg was with us earlier. You know, I'm, I, I love him for so many years. He's an amazing leader in our community. Uh, he said that by November, December, the whole thing sold out in Jolt. Like, it's just, you know, these, th these spaces just go very, very quickly at this point. Thank God. Uh, you know, I think when you run a quality program uh, and you do it in the most professional way possible and you dedicate yourself to the safety and well-being and education of the kids, the programs sell themselves. These kids come home, they tell their friends, they tell their relatives, parents talk to other parents. And by the time we get uh, into late fall, it's uh, it's starting to be pretty full. It is amazing. Uh, earlier we spoke to Micha Greenland. I, I had an opportunity for really the first time to ask him about the international experience. He was talking about South America. I, I was just curious how it works. You know, things are a little different down there than they are in North America. I know that the expansion of NCSY summer programs now takes kids to Australia and New Zealand. Correct. What do you think of the whole global aspect that you're overseeing? Look again, I, I think the NCSY mission is to bring Torah and Yiddishkeit to the teen population and any place that wants us to come in and help in particular communities. I assume Mika talked about our very successful program in Chile, yeah. our program in Argentina. Yep. We hope to be able to expand this uh, uh, soon uh, to Mexico uh, as well. Our summer program uh, that's brand new uh, this year, the Confe program and Benos Confe, going to Australia and New Zealand. These are fantastic experiences for kids to be able to see the world, many of them here in Israel, many of them for the first time in their lives uh, here in Israel, never would have gotten here. Uh, were it not for the NCSY programming. And you know how many people in these different communities are raising money for these kids to come on NCSY programs? Plus, you, your subsidies, of course, go a long way. I mean, there are people who spend the entire year just figuring out how to get their kid here in one of these programs. A absolutely. And, and uh, look, uh, you know, our, the only shame of, uh, that I feel tonight, uh, the only sadness that I feel tonight when I look out over this enormous crowd here uh, is that we couldn't take a thousand more kids. You said this last year to us, I remember that. And of course, you, you, should, you should be comforted in the fact that you have expanded to the point where hundreds more are here. Hundreds more are here uh, last year. This year altogether, if we look at all of our participants here in Israel alone, putting aside the programs that we're running uh, elsewhere in the United States and other parts of the world, here in Israel alone this summer, we had over 3,200 program participants, uh, including about 1,000 uh, on our birthright uh, trips, which are enormously successful. Uh, and, and so we feel terrific uh, about bringing, I think, I think that we have more participants in Israel this summer than any other organization or group ever. Uh, and uh, the country is full of programs. And the country is full of programs. Um, we spoke with Maish Bain about this earlier. It's uh, you know, it's it's obvious what the OU is most known for. It's not a secret what you know any average American Jew thinks of when they think of OU. But isn't it amazing that now it seems that Kashrus, to a degree, is being displaced, and that the outreach that you have toward Jewish youth in America and beyond is almost becoming another brand of the Orthodox Union. Well, it's certainly becoming another brand. Kashrus is never going to be replaced. Thank God for Kashrus. Because unlike any other certification agency, we take the revenues that we receive from Kashrus, which has now become absolutely enormous with operations in over 80 countries, wow. a million products and ingredients. It, it's an extraordinary operation. And we take the revenues that we derive from Kashrus 
and we say, how can right, we put them to best use to do things for Claudius Rowe? And what you're seeing here tonight is just one aspect of that kind of programming. It really is remarkable. Uh, thank you so much. Alan Fagan, of thank course, you. Executive Vice President of the thank OU. You, this is a big thank night of nachas for you. This is a huge <laughs> night of nachas, and uh, I know it is for you as 100%. well. 100%. And, and thank you so much for being here. A pleasure. Great seeing you. Thank you for having us. Alan good Fagan, night. good night to you. And greetings to everybody out there listening in at JM in the AM as, uh, on a Thursday morning broadcast. As Alan Fagan really subbed it up well in terms of how amazing this Yeoman CSY is and how incredible an impact it continues to have. More coming up if you keep it right here on a Thursday at JM in the AM. And um, we're going to go to Regal Wasser. Now we are, I want to thank both Yoni Pollock and Miriam L. Wallach. They both get credit, right? They both get credit, both Yoni and Miriam? Just Yoni? Yoni, I give you credit. He has figured out a way to make sure we could... Uh, present by Goldwasser and I appreciate video. that so a drop and behind schedule and I apologize for that a drop behind schedule here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk Good morning we read in Shayo Nachamu Nachamu Ami Yoimar Loikechem Comfort Comfort my people says Hashem Speak consolingly of Yerushalayim and proclaim to her that the period of exile has been completed our Chachom stayed in Brachos, B'mokam Shabbalei Tshuva Oymdin, in the position that people who do Tshuva can achieve, even the completely righteous cannot access. To elucidate this statement, the Koch of Miyakov gives a parable. The daughter of a very wealthy family was marrying a simple Bachar from a small neighboring village. The only step the rich man made was that the father of the Chosun should get a suitable, respectable wardrobe for his son, as befits the husband of a woman that comes from a well-to-do family. The father of the chassan, of course, he tried his best to comply with the request. The day before the wedding, the chassan arrived in town with his family, and they stayed overnight at the local inn. The next day, the rich man accompanied by his large family, they were all dressed in their beautiful and expensive wedding finery, stopped in to see the chassan in his family. The chassan and their family were greatly distressed. The father explained that that night, robbers had stolen the chassan's luggage, which contained all the clothing and the belongings. The father of the Kali immediately reassured them. He sent his servants out to buy a splendid wardrobe for the chassan. After the beautifully majestic chuppah, the rich man tendered a huge suda. The participants at the simcha noticed that the father of the chosun was crying. You have been zoichet to marry your son to the daughter of a very well-established family. Why are you so troubled? This is an occasion of great simcha. The mechotin replied, Don't you understand? Haven't you heard that all the clothing that I bought from my son was stolen? They asked him, Why are you so upset about that? The father of the Kala already replaced the clothing, which are even better than the originals. But the father of the Chosun still was inconsolable. He said, why would I need his presence in Chesed for that? I already possess those things. The audience, of course, laughed at him. They tried to explain to him how foolish he was being, how great his fortune was. You believe that you already owned all that you needed. Don't you realize what you had in your luggage wasn't even appropriate for the standards of such well-to-do people. When they would have seen the clothing you purchased, 
they would have found them to be sorely lacking. Now that they have expended the money and they bought a new wardrobe for your son, you can rest assured that he won't lack for anything. This is the message of Hashem. All of his life, the tzaddik amasses mitzvah samasim tovim, good deeds, to take along with him to the Olam HaEmes. After 120 years, when he comes up to heaven, the Bezin Shomayla, the heavenly court, assesses all his mitzvah samasim tovim and find them to be deficient. This is because of the diktuk of each mitzvah. The careful observation of mitzvahs has no defined limit. However, the one who has done tshuva has cast off his former averis. In turn, Hashem has given him a new wardrobe, like it says in Masech de Yuma, tshuva, how great is tshuva, that the individual's averis, his sins, are converted to merits. These new clothes of merits, which have been fashioned directly by Hashem, are of the highest level of perfection. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M., thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. And uh, <laughs> those of you who are listening in, you are listening to a broadcast from Yom NCSY here in Park Ranana, Israel. And uh, Rabbi Moshe Benevitz is with us. He's managing director of NCSY. He is the uh, director of the NCSY Kolel, which has been the home, summer home for many of our listeners and listeners' children over the years. Rabbi Benevitz, welcome back to JM and the AM. Oh, hang on a second there, Rabbi. There we go. Welcome back to <laughs> JM and the AM. It's really exciting to be here. It's really exciting to be at this incredible event and to share it with you. First of all, I, I'll tell you with everything going on behind us. There's a video going on behind us. Everyone's yes. reacting to the different things that are being shown. <laughs> They're reacting to anything and everything that's Let's going on that here tonight. Managing director means what? Well, I'm involved with uh, a lot of the operations that go on, not just in the summer here in Israel, but throughout the year in the United States, traveling around the country, working with some of our outstanding regions, and it's incredible to see what's going on with NCSY throughout the entire country. The growth is very impressive, to say the least. Uh, do you have a lot to do with the uh, logistics of all these programs? Sure, absolutely. The no, that's uh, not just COLA. No, not just COLA at all. All of our programs, the, the 17 of them, it's, uh, it's amazing to see that there's something for everyone in the programs that we have. And the common denominator is the focus on, on being together with the entire Jewish people and connecting them to the land of Israel. Even our domestic programs have a heavy component about connecting them to the land of Israel and just bringing out the best in, in our future, and our young people, because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. That's what NCSY has done for over 60 years. That's what we're doing in the summers. That's what we're doing during the year. It's exciting. With all of that, you may be best known as the director of NCSY Colel. Not a bad moniker to have, by the way. It's a proud one. Uh, you indicated to me off the air that by far, you are uh, at more students and more teens than you've ever had before. And this is our a record biggest shattering ever. number. Right? This is our biggest summer ever. And Shout uh, out to all the Yeshiva high schools that are doing good work out there. You bet. Because without Absolutely. them, you probably wouldn't be getting quality students, right? No, it's, uh, it's an incredible testimony to our communities and to the partnership that we have with our communities, with our schools, with our schools. Uh, the relationship has never been stronger. It's never been better. We have 62 schools from North America that are represented on our programs, and uh, specifically in NCSY Kolal even. It's absolutely unbelievable. Do you get reports from the Israeli yeshivas, for instance, about NCSY Kolal alums and how they're doing? You know, oh. I, I know personally some students that are alums of yours yeah, that did really nicely during their gap year. <laughs> there's no question. 
Uh, the, the partnerships that I just mentioned that go on with the shuls and the schools uh, certainly extends to all of the yeshivas and the seminaries for our this girls' programs and our co-ed programs, uh, for the seminaries in Israel also. Uh, and there is such a wonderful, this healthy relationship between the all these different institutions. I don't need the, the reports. I'm around and I see it. I hear from our alumni themselves. And, uh, and again, we have first-hand interaction. We're introducing so much of the education the that's going the world, on in the, the yeshivas and the seminaries in the gap years to our high school students, both in the summers and beyond. Just on NCSY Kola and Michlelet, we have such a great representation from the yeshivas and the seminaries, one of the wonderful parts of the program. I mentioned to one of your lay leaders earlier that one of the students from Kola that I know very well, I blame Kola for him going back to Yeshiva Dakota. How do you like that? Yeah, it could be very well the case. You don't mind taking that blame, huh? No, no, not at all. Rabbi Schechter, Rabbi Sabolovsky, Rabbi Tursky, Rabbi Sachs, am I missing anybody? Well, those were, that was our notables, right? Absolutely. Give me the most incredible comment you got. Of all of them, is there one comment or about Kolel or one the line or sentence that they said to you this summer which really got you about their the view of what they saw from these students this summer? What's remarkable is just their level of engagement and interaction yeah, with I'm them. That, that's so unbelievably Rose. special. They, they, it would be enough for us if they stood and sat and learned in the base measures kind of as figureheads for what we're trying to do, for role models for what we're trying to do. But it, it's so much more than that. The delight on their faces when they actually interact with these teenagers, whether it's a public school team from the Midwest, whether it's a yeshiva high school student from New York, there are so few of our teenagers who have these opportunities to interact with them. They have chavrusas and shiurim and small chaburas that they're learning with them. It, you have to see it to believe it. But it's funny because to me, and you can tell me I'm wrong, but to me it seems that some of the, the Russian yeshiva enjoy their interaction with the 10th graders that they meet at Kolel, sometimes even more than with their own students back. I think that might very well be the case, but we won't tell anybody. It's a secret between you and me and your listeners. But you see, you see the joy that they have. There's something so pure about it, and there's something so hopeful about it. When they interact with our students and they see the kind of yearning and the growth potential, I think it charges them up absolutely. They, they would be the first to tell you that. That's why, by the way, it's one of the reasons they keep coming back every summer. I'm sure right? it is. It's not just because they want to come sure to Israel, is. but they, sure they want to interact with these students yeah. and, and hear the questions that they have. And, the, and by the way, not just questions, observations also. Absolutely. Sometimes they're enthralled by what the observations of no, these students are. To sit with any of the Rosh Yeshiva and hear their feedback from these conversations, it's the way they understand best about what where we're headed as a community. I'm just curious. Have you ever seen one of the Rosh Yeshiva sit in a 10th grader's chabura? Oh, absolutely. They do They'll that? do it from time to time, sure. And they even appear on the courts from time to time as well. So, uh, that doesn't surprise me, but they will well. seriously, they'll see a chabura going on. What you see even more often is that the Chabura, if they come up with a question, they'll bring the whole Chabura over and they'll sit with the Rashi Yeshiva for a few minutes. That happens on a daily basis in the program. I I would guess most parents understand this. This would never happen in a school environment. It would never happen. This is only the whole... It needs the informality. It needs the buy-in from the students. None of them are forced to be there. They're so excited to be a part of it. That's what makes it so great. What have you done, by the way, with your facility? Where are you this summer? We're in Yeshivat Or Yushalayim, still bursting at the scene. Oh, so we're, we remember uh, the yeah. old Ben Siswakola. It's still yeah. going strong over there. We have a, a few new facilities, a brand new Chadarochel, a brand new basketball court. We've refurbished some of our other sports facilities. And we're just uh, building to accommodate all the time. And the base measures has always been the crown jewel. And a I'm new sure tent there as well, uh, nice. expanding all the time. Unbelievable. I'll tell you, incredible. Uh, can this program, meaning NCS Waikola for a moment, get even larger or not? Great, great question. We'll let you know as soon as we figure because it out. Because you need, I assume, some type we're working, of Now, we're working on it all the time. We're working on it all the time. Because and, and if you did make it larger, would you be able to get 40 more students from America? 
Oh, yeah. That we had him knocking down the door this time, and there were so many areas. They rejected students. We unfortunately did, yeah. And uh, we hope to get him, hope to get him, get him in the future. Keep sending him, we'll make room. It's unbelievable. Um, your impression of tonight, because tonight's a gathering of all the programs together. Absolutely. And specifically, let me ask you, because sometimes when people give examples of extremes, they'll say Colo and TJJ. What's your impression of all these busloads of kids, many of whom never, many of whom their parents have never come to Israel, and they're sent by their parents to come and enjoy the summer? Well, first of all, you can't highlight the differences. The, the different programs have so much more in common than they have apart. And when we get the teams together, you see that in the most magnificent ways. Yeah, no, 100%. But you see it, that, that's, that's the beauty of it. Teens are teens, and teens who want to grow, regardless of their background, can, can unite and can connect in the most incredible of ways. We see that within our own programs, McClellan, Colel, in terms of the diversity of the student body, the ones from different backgrounds who are integrated so well. We integrate the programs themselves. These programs are not all standalone. We've accommodated in our base measures the TJJ groups. We have four TJJ groups that are coming for our Mishmar tomorrow night. We've had other TJJ groups throughout the summer that have been with us. We spent uh, Tishabov yesterday at the Kotel. We were together with so many of the other groups wow. uh, that just joined together so with us. So everybody's comfortable here tonight. Oh, yeah. Everybody fits. And, and I just realized you're a guest of ours again tomorrow, and I hope I didn't exhaust all the topics. Oh, we I, got plenty more I, to talk about. I feel about. like I could speak to you all and day I'm bringing, about this I'm bringing stuff. some of my, uh, my close friends from SSY Cola along with me. And the Cola people will speak to tomorrow. Are these uh, youngsters from New York, New Jersey area or from, from other all areas? around. You from have everywhere. one coming from Miami, oh, one wow. coming from Chicago, and one coming from New Jersey. Wow, it's amazing. We're getting around. You're reaching out to a lot of great uh, families and students out there. Pelek Avod. We're we look doing forward to joining with you tomorrow. We'll be It'll from Mithlelet, which is again one of your crown jewels of the NCSY summer program. Very excited to be there tomorrow and so excited to be here with you today. Hope you're getting some nachas from Yom NCSY. Oh, best. More than nachas. Inspiration and energy. Rabbi Moshe Benevitz, who I blame for certain students going back for Son of Bet. <laughs> and he takes that with great pride. So I did. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. The Tova Hodos happening right now in the background is being done by Keep Alive at JM in the AM.
Alive has been joined by Mordechai Shapiro on stage at Yo NCSY. Mordechai Shapiro with Keep Alive at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at uh, NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Mordechai Shapiro. Oh, 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 oh,
Mordechai Shapiro live at Yom NCSY in Ranana Park in Israel. And you see the incredible crowd completely energized on this very special night.
JM in the AM. Mordechai Shapiro in the background performing live for thousands gathered for Yeoman CSY here in, here in uh, Renata Park. He is the director of the NCSY summer program. He is David Cutler. He might be the only person not annoyed with the fact that all this noise is going on behind us. Am I right? I don't know. I'm kind of missing out the concert over there. <laughs> kind of bad timing here. No, you're right. Thank God. Awesome. This is one of the most energetic and incredible nights of Jewish youth I've ever seen. I mean, knowing that all these summer programs are attracting students from so many varieties of Jewish life from around North America, and they're all in one spot tonight, must give you tremendous nachos. It's really unbelievable. You never would have imagined what Yomenti SY would have become. The first year we did this was eight or nine years ago. We got together in the great synagogue, and we had some rugelach and a keynote speaker, and we thought we were going to run a great program, and it was terrible. And then this is what it's become eight or nine years later, thank God. I remember this story that you had told us about the very uh, first it year. Was, it was really unbelievable. And now it's one of the greatest celebrations. And people who might think that some of these teens are not into it, it is incredible how the majority of them are just dancing and swinging all over the place. It's awesome. It really, it really has become the highlight, and this is something that everyone's been looking forward to uh, really for the whole summer. So everyone's really just been bursting and uh, just waiting to explode tonight. So far for them. The only the results. Yeoman CSY has become so big that you're now in Renata Park. You have a distinguished list of sponsors. You have people who take this very seriously and know how big a night it is. Wow. We have people who flew in from on, on the fast or after the fast and came right here just to join their children, their grandchildren for Yeoman CSY. So we've gone from a few hundred a, nine years ago or so to now tonight with over 2,200 people here in the venue. They've actually already outgrown Park Renata. This is going to be, unfortunately, I probably shouldn't say this, but this might be our first and last year here because we really can't fit. But uh, we really, we've come such a long way. It's an incredible thing. Incredible is right. Uh, and, and you've already announced that over the next couple of years, this uh, summer program is going to get even larger. More programs, more teams. There are hints by some of the directors we've spoken to tonight that their own programs might be expanding to another bus or another 40 kids or whatever it is. The growth is just remarkable. It really is. As you saw tonight, we just announced uh, our, our four new summer programs for next summer. Uh, we really hope to add, and we can talk about that at the closing if you want, but we're going to add four new programs. We hope to add at least two to 300 kids next summer, and we hope within a few years there'll be a 2,000 kids. And uh, 2,000 is just the beginning for us. I want to be uh, sitting here in 10 years with you with 5,000. Unbelievable. That's, that's, that, that, that's quite a goal, to say the least. You're listening to Mordecai Shapiro. Good choice, by the way. I don't have very many good ideas in my life. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a good... He was my idea. So I'm, it was worth bringing him over. It was awesome. People are really happy to have him here, and he's, he's fantastic. Thank God. I know you're scheduled to join us again a little later on. I think we're going to give everyone a chance to hear some of the music now. Awesome. Me too. David Cutler with us. NCSY, Yeoman CSY here at JM and the AM.
Shapiro, JM in the AM. He's performing in the background on this Yomensia Swai. Well, just when you thought one Yoni Pollock was enough here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Do you know Yoni Pollock? Yes, yes, I do, I do, I do. Has this been a challenge for you, having the same name? All I keep saying is I'm not the one from Texas. Where are you from? I'm from New York. Oh, all right. That makes it a little easier. There's the in-town Yoni Pollock, and there is the, uh, the out-of-town Houston Yoni Pollock. This Yoni Pollock, unlike the one who's familiar to our audience, is director of Israel ID, is it? Correct. And that stands for? In-depth. Explain how this summer program works. Well, pretty much we focus on three things. The program was built with the same things that the world stands on. Torah, holding Lewis, Chassadim. So our focus is obviously touring Israel, but with, within that, we have every single day learning for the Torah aspect. We work on Avodah Tefillah constantly and Chesed throughout the entire week. We try as much as possible to instill. So we like to consider it the all-inclusive program. How long has this program been around? This is the first summer. Nice job. Sold out or not? 44 out of 45. Well, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, so coming through that sold Coming out. from where in the U.S.? Everywhere? Everywhere. Some Canada, some Israel. It's sort of like a, um, a conglomeration of other programs. Like you took bits and pieces of other programs. That's literally what I did. I looked at other itineraries and I tried to take the best parts of each one and incorporate into one. It's all inclusive. It's interesting. We keep One of the themes we keep uh, addressing tonight is that there are so many different skills, so many different interests, so much creativity among Jewish youth. Instead of forcing them into a cookie-cutter atmosphere, we're giving them opportunities to really excel at different things. Yours sort of has a lot of different elements in it. Yeah, exactly. And I also tried to do that with my staff. I tried to take a variety of different types of personalities because not every kid is the same. You can't try to fit everyone into a box. So with that, with that variety, diversity, and not only the program, some kids like the festival more, some kids like the learning more, some kids like the touring more. You get a little bit of everything, and hopefully not only the kids that don't know could choose which way they want, but also they get a little flavor of everything. And that's the same thing with the staff. Each, each one can connect to a unique staff. Instead of getting everyone the same, that same diversity allows them to grow as much as possible. Did you come to NCSY with this, or they came to you? Um, they came to me. They found the right guy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, what happens next year? A program like this has such a great banner year, a great first year. What happens next year? Does it expand? We're slowly but steady, so we'll probably keep it at one bus again. We're going we're gonna to work on quality, quality, make it a little bit better, a little better before we do uh, quantity. All, all after 10th grade, or what grade? Primarily after 10th grade, but there's a little bit of everything. We have post 9th, 11th, and 12th also. Speaking to Yoni Pollock, who came up with the ID? Not me. It wasn't me. I actually went into it. The previous uh, directors were going to change it. But they had to, uh, for good reasons, they had to drop out a little bit last minute. So I stepped in and I tried to create my own version of uh, 
That's something that I would I would have wanted to go on as a camper. Sounds like a very interesting program. Do things pick up in earnest now that Tisha Bob is over? Are they going to be doing some very interesting things the next couple of weeks? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of everything. You know, like we're in Ush we're close by the Line, so we got to uh, you know go to Rabin Square, Independence Hall, things that you know they should see when they come to Israel. Always with the state and things like that. We we'll also do a lot more Chesed because we like we like to give that opportunity and more hikes to see Israel before they go. What do you think of this Yom MCSY? Incredible, incredible. There's nothing like it. Certainly isn't anything like it, and it's uh, the energy here tonight is just amazing. Nice to meet another Yoni Pollock. Yeah, thank you very Congratulations much. Congratulations on a great summer. Thank you, thank you very much. More coming up at JM the end. Mordechai Shapiro live with one of his big hits right here at JM and the AM and Yeoman CSY. Shapiro live at Yom NCSY. Wow. Mordechai Shapiro is absolutely rocking Renana right now. It is Unbelievable. incredible what is going on. And by the way, he's not coming up for air. What song is this that he's doing? Recognize it, anybody? Great Kalbach selection. This is going to get the crowd going. Uh, he's got the crowd going. The crowd is crazy right now. What and was it like? Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that you can't, even with our video and anyone who watched last night as it was happening on Facebook Live, I'm sure NCSY was carrying it, it is impossible to get enough cameras to get the excitement of Park Renana right now. Besides the lawn, which is filled with families, and besides the kids, I mean, there's no one in their seats. Why would you be in your seat? <laughs> 
The kids are absolutely having a blast. You know, David Cutler and I had a challenge of speaking on the air because um, he's coming back at fact. Oh, good. We had a challenge speaking on the air because of the noise. He said already it looks like they've outgrown Park Renata. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Park Renata is too small for NCSY. David, I thank David, I thank you. No problem, no one problem. Of, one of the things I noticed is that Yeoman CSY has some uh, corporate sponsors that are involved with you to make this a really successful project. If you don't mind, I'll acknowledge them for a moment. Oh, please, that would be great. Um, I noticed this on the welcome signs into the arena tonight. Sponsors include the Turo's Lander Colleges, Talk and Save, LNS Enterprises, Gillies Goodies, Murray's Travel, Ariel Tours, our good friend Mayor, Yeshiva University Admissions, Tal Tours, Travel Insurance Israel, Five Star Caterers, Traveler's Choice, and Max Cakes. And I bring this up because a lot of these are very familiar names to parents out there that want to connect with their children in Israel, whether it's the phones or the goodies or all the other services. These are really very important pieces to the Israel experience. So, oh, as you saw and as you know, all of them are sponsors of this evening's event for good reasons. So we thank them. What do you hear from the programs outside of Israel? Because there are some operating in the United States this summer, and we know there's some operating in Australia and New Zealand this summer. What do you hear from them? We hear great things. Uh, we'll start with our our camp sports program in Baltimore. Went for four weeks, fantastic, on the, on the campus of Mary Israel. They had record numbers. It was just an incredible summer. They, they were our first summer program to finish. We had our Give, our Give West program in L.A. They also finished a few days ago. 44 girls doing chesed all across the West Coast. Very similar to what they do here in Israel, but we decided to take the Give name and make it popular in America. 44 girls spent an incredible, incredible summer. And then we have, as you mentioned, our program in New Zealand, Australia, and Hawaii, which I personally can't even imagine flying that long because Israel is long enough for me. Uh, but they're really enjoying. Imagine, I had somebody who went from my house uh, to New Zealand and he forgot to pack his gloves and his goggles because he was going skiing in July. So uh, they, they really enjoyed an incredible program in New Zealand. They're in Australia now. They're about to go to Hawaii. And, uh, you know, the skiing and the, the beauty of what they're experiencing. They have their own campsite over there in New Zealand. And uh, they're, they're an incredible program. Now they have uh, 44, 44 boys and girls on the co-ed program, almost 20 girls on the Vinos Confe program. And uh, they're, they're absolutely having a blast. You'll hear tomorrow from my good friend Elliot Tansman, who was there uh, for the first two weeks in New Zealand and Australia. He came in here just in time for Tishabub, and he's going to give us a report tomorrow on uh, exactly what oh, he saw. The beauty of what he saw was incredible. As we continue, you and I, to compete with Mordechai Shapiro, um, it is really remarkable what's been happening with the summer programs, and I would uh, assume that one of your greatest challenges is trying to find staff to carry out the mission that you've set and your upper staff has set for each of these programs. We met some remarkable people tonight. I know there are other remarkable directors and counselors that you're involved with. Is it difficult to find them? It is and it isn't. Baruch Hashem, you know, we really, we do such good work that staff really want to work with us. Some of our, some of our newer directors who have come in the last couple of years have actually come to us. We didn't have to go to them. Uh, so they're, they're certainly, we're, that's one of our biggest concerns as we grow and grow and grow and go towards 2000. And we have 13 TJJ buses this year. 
Each one of those buses has seven staff members on them. No one, no one else does that. A bus of 40 kids and seven staff members. So you do the math, just that alone has close to 100 staff members. That doesn't include all the cola we're being. It doesn't include all the, the madrichim, the madrichos, the tech staff. We have people that are here in Israel just monitoring our social media of all the different programs, making sure that our tech bags with all the so our blogs and our pictures can get updated. So there are so many different aspects of, of staffing. Uh, so it's challenging, but Baruch Hashem, because we do good work, people really want to come work for us. We're educational. We're not just here to you know backpack through Europe, but we're going through Europe and we're tracing the, the, the steps of our ancestors in Europe with Rabbi Shock. It's an incredible experience. And next year, we're going to have a girls' program that goes to Europe and Israel. It's an incredible thing just to trace back Jewish history through the, through the lens of an NCSY program. So Baruch Hashem, it's, uh, it's challenging, but we're, we're there. This year we had our staff, no problem. And uh, you know, we, we need a, dozen, a few dozen more staff for next year. God willing. I can only imagine. David Cutler is here, NCSY summer programs. Of course, it's Yom NCSY, which is such a remarkable annual event that everybody is encouraged to uh, either watch it, see it, listen to this, and just uh, understand what kind of energy there is uh, at this annual summer program. I don't know. Are we going to get a chance tomorrow to speak more about TJJ? Oh, yes. I have, oh, you I do have, have two people coming just around Noam Kenningsburg from Shalavim, who's a Ram in Shalavim, and actually is involved, deeply involved. He's one of the Mashiach Ruchani, if you will, of our TJJ program. The reason I bring this up is because you've said 13 buses now, right? 13 buses, we're talking about, you know, five, 600 teens. Yep. And for many of us, when we think that a lot of their parents have never been to Israel, I may not feel as connected to Israel. It's amazing for us to see that they're willing to send their children to Israel and let them have this experience. And TJJ, which I assume started with one bus, Correct. now is at the 13th. 13th. So I guess we'll speak more about it tomorrow, but your impressions of a booming program like that. It really is. Look, next year, God willing, we plan to have anywhere from 15 to 17 buses. Uh, with God's help and with the proper funding, Bezrat Hashem. Uh, it is. You know, some people in the secular world are a little bit afraid of Israel. And they're also not so familiar uh, with paying for a summer program. So we literally raised several million dollars, several million dollars for these kids to come on this program at a subsidized price and experience Israel and Shabbos for the very first time. And so many of these kids go on to be from and go on to, we have, we have a kid this year who was here on TJJ who just decided to, to spend a gap year program in Israel. We have many like that, but it's so many stories like that, it's incredible. Tomorrow we'll have a chance to talk even more about it. It's a fascinating topic to me. And it really shows how so many people in our community around the country, even with more secular backgrounds, really do have a connection to Israel. They really do. I want you to know, we're sitting here tonight in Park Rodana. This is the essence of who we are. We have the 13 TJJ buses, the 500 kids. Again, most of them experiencing their first Shabbos. We have the kids in Enches like Kola and McClellan who are here learning and touring Eretz Yisrael who have been to Israel plenty of times, a lot of them. And everyone in between, we are one Jewish family tonight under one roof. And uh, with from all different parts of the world, we have Israelis, Canadians, people from, from London and, and all over the place. It's, it's an incredible, it's really the essence of it. And no one can do it like NCSY because we can relate to the Frum kids, we can relate to the Chiba kids, we can totally relate to the public school kids all together. Our next step internship program, by the way. Oh my gosh, we had a whole talk about that, that's boy. That's half Yeshiva and half public school all together. There's one girl there who has never heard from Shabbos, Kachos, nothing. And she's having the most incredible experience. Adam Simon? Yep, unbelievable. He's a guy, he made, he made Aliyah, he lives here. 
He's running an incredible program for kids. Uh, no one has done that. High school internships in Israel. 31 kids in Yerushalayim going to high tech and, and uh, at Hadassah Hospital every day. It's, uh, it's really awesome. And he described to us, as we expected, the pushback from these organizations and companies, yep. not believing that 10th and 11th graders are going to be able to help them out. Correct. No one, again, who, who really believe who wants a 15 or 16-year-old working for them? Collegiates, you're familiar, an 18, 19-year-old to build their resume. You think, yeah, they're going to work for us and they want to go build their resume. But we have motivated high school kids who might have never come to Israel with us but saw a chance to already build their resume in high school. And why not do it in Israel? If you can do it in, in, in a lot of them are getting social media experience and hospital experience here in Israel with American speakers. It's, uh, it's better than we could have ever expected for a first-year program. Extremely, extreme. Whoa. Extremely, extremely impressive. <laughs> a lot of balloons flying around. Some of them not lasting for the rest of the night. <laughs> that's what that's what that excitement was all about. Yo, man, CSY, everybody, as we broadcast from JM and the AM here at the Nahum Siegel Network. David Cutler directs the NCSY summer programs. He's with us. It's amazing how he's already looking forward to next summer. The numbers being even larger. Yomensis Y likely taking place in a an even larger location. These are good problems to have. It's the type of things that he's solving on a regular basis. Uh, those of you who have ever uh, considered that your student, that your youngster should be on an NCSY summer program, look them up online. You see some of the incredible things that they do. And you'll see a video of a night like uh, tonight, which is so remarkable. By the way, I blamed Rabbi Benevitz earlier. I believe Kolel is to blame for a lot of students going back Shana Bet. Oh, and you'd wonder, what does one have to do with the other? Kolel's before Shana Al, way before Shana Al. But I believe that experience in Israel encourages them to stay even longer if they can. So many kids who go on Kolel or Mechlele already decide where they're going for their year in Israel. So they have a familiarity already, Shana Aleph. They come in already knowing a lot of the staff, the right. band, the teachers. They have an immediate familiarity, and that, that reads Shana Bet 100%. Amazing. Mordechai Shapiro doing a good job. Oh, he's awesome. What a choice. A good everybody, choice. Everybody was so looking forward to this. I, unbelievable. A David Cutler choice. I thank you again. Great thank being you, here thank tonight. You. So, what a vibe, and having you here is very special. The we vibe. an annual thing, by the way. Next year, Wednesday, July 25th. Wednesday, July 25th. Tisha is July 22nd. Three don't to plan Tisha next year. Wednesday, July 25th. It's Joe Mencia Swire next year. You can put it on your calendars. We are already looking forward. Thank okay. you, David. Thank you, Nathan. Enjoy. David Cutler, everybody. He directs all of this. From Yom NCSY to all the NCSY summer programs, Mordechai Shapiro is live at JM in the AM. JM in the AM. 
Plenty more coming up on this Thursday morning broadcast. We'll start telling you about Thursday's lineup and thanking some of the people we have to thank. Plus, the announcement that um, David Cutler just made, I don't even know if Miriam Wallach is aware of what he just said. We will find out if she is aware of what David Cutler just announced on the air here at JMDM. Mordechai Shapiro will do him off of his debut album. Plenty more coming up from Yomentius Y. This is JM in the AM.
מתוך שמחו, אלו אלו מתוך שמחו, אין השכין השוירו, אלו מתוך שמחו, אלו אלו שמחו של מצוות. Why enjoying it by Mordechai Shapiro? I can't believe yesterday was Tisha B'Av. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Well, actually, I guess uh, Tuesday was Tisha B'Av. Right. <laughs> Way to come out of the nine days in the three weeks format. That's for sure. Holy cow! So I guess there's no guest speaker this year, Yomantzis. Why, huh? No, and more than that, I we were under the assumption. Wrongfully so, that Mordechai Shapiro would be coming up for air at some point. Right. 
and that we'd be able to get in different guests. And it would be easier for us to speak to guests. Right. Instead, he is like the Energizer Bunny. The man is just going and going, and his interaction with the crowd, I'm not sure, I'm not sure you've seen it. Amazing. It's incredible. He, he grabbed somebody's iPhone and took a selfie with him and the cat in the middle of a song. He's been pulling people on stage. I mean, this this is the party. Tell everybody about the Instagram videos. Ah, so Yoni Pollock has been all over the Instagram videos. You can go to Instagram, check out our Instagram page, Nahum Siegel Network. You can check out all these videos that Yoni has been... I mean, let me just tell you, Yoni did not is not sleeping tonight. There are a whole, there's a whole bunch of video editing that's going on. Well, the fact is that Yoni never sleeps anyway. Right. Yoni doesn't sleep. Now that we're here, Yoni doesn't sleep. So you got to check it out. Crazy videos. And again, it's really not cutting just how much energy there is tonight. And I'll tell you something else. This is an unbelievable Kiddush Hashem, and I'm not sure that you can, you know, we're not doing this in the middle of Europe. It is, we're in Renana, right? But I, the vast number of Jews, of kids, of teens who are just partying from various different trips, getting together and doing this together is really remarkable. And David Cutler just got a great shout out from the stage, well deserved. And Amy Moskov, Amy Moskov has been our co-producer of tonight's show. She is the queen tonight. She did an amazing job, yes. we thank her. And a big thank you to Yoni, as we've mentioned, and right. Rummy and ZK and everybody who's helped us behind the scenes constantly. Yeah, we've, um, we've struggled to keep the, the, the video clear and uh, have a clean shot, but that's because there's just too much going on here. Oh, that's impossible, by the way. You can't... We're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring in some heavies next time around and enforce the uh, no no fly zone. Right. I think we were uh, we need more we need more hands. But but seems we're not going to Park Renana next year anyway. That's correct. What did David announce? I didn't hear it. Uh, David Cutler uh, just a few minutes ago on the air said something that you'll find fascinating. Next year, Tishabov is July 22nd, which is a Sunday. Is there any good news in this announcement? On the 25th of July, Wednesday, following Tishabov, we will be here with the Omen CSY. Okay. Not, not here, but in this That's year. great. Yeah. All right. And I may I may make the argument about flying on Tishabov again. I may make that argument. Well, let's wait a little longer before we have to argue about that. <laughs> only, we have so many other things only, to argue about, Nahum. Why one, start now? It's only 11 and a half months. I know. That's true. Yeah, there was... Um, so the 25th of July, and by the way, I would recommend to anybody who has any um, affinity toward the program that we're describing here at Yom Y, try to be in Israel July 25th oh my next God. year. Do you know how many parents are here? I know. I mean, I, we commented that during the Tisha B'Av um, Kumsitz that they, had, that they put on Facebook Live, that NCSY did, that they have over 500 viewers, and yeah, you get every parent to watch on their phone, and it's incredible. But the number of parents who are here is incredible. They wanted to be here with their kids. They're either here for the summer, or they came in, whatever the circumstance may be, but they decided they wanted to be here, and by the way, they're not sitting either. There is no one sitting in Park Renana. That's for sure. And there is no one who can hear a thing in Park Renana, except for Mordecai Shapiro, who is totally killing it tonight. All right. Let's take this opportunity. No, now, just kidding. Now that we have a drop of a lull, let's take this opportunity to thank some of the people. First yes. of all, our friends at the Inbal Hotel again Sometimes are serving. Oh, wow. Hey, nice. Uh, Inbal Hotel in Yushalayim again are serving as our home base in Jerusalem. 
They've announced their big Thanksgiving plan. If you book three nights the week of Thanksgiving, your, your Thanksgiving dinner with live music and more is absolutely free, courtesy of the Inbal Hotel. Promotion goes from November 19th through the 26th. Log on, search Inbal Hotel Jerusalem and enjoy their great rates and their wonderful Thanksgiving deal. A special shout out to our friends at the Brooklyn Cyclones who yes. have started their big homestand post Tisha B'Av. Go to brooklyncyclones.com to get your tickets for this week, including tonight and Sunday. Uh, um, <laughs> you can. He's a rock star. I know. And I don't mean Steve Cohn from the Cyclones. He's amazing also. But right now, Mordecai Shapiro is a rock star. Thursday lineup will be followed by Charlie Harari and Unlocking Greatness, Spin Class of Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder. Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs. <laughs> but all knew that's life with Mary Wallach <laughs> from Jerusalem. Our Thursday live lunch without Rummy today. Throwback Thursday after that. Mark Zamek tonight hosts the first edition of the Arab Shabbos show. It'll be Thursday nights from 7 to 10, then again Friday from 10 a.m. on. Sponsored and brought to you by our wonderful friends at Kedem. There'll be no weekly update this week, and Naomi Nachman, of course, will have her table for two right after Friday's show. So that's our lineup Thursday and Friday. And then the Arab Shabbos music mix brought to you by Kedem. Right continues after Mark's show, which will air a second time right after the conclusion of Naomi's show Friday morning. Correct. So the Arab Shabbat show is both Thursday night and Friday morning. Then we go straight into Kedem's Arab Shabbos music mix. If anyone heard me, <laughs> just tune in. That's all you need to do. Stay Meanwhile, tuned in. we'll let everyone enjoy more of Mordecai Shapiro at JM in the AM.
presentation of Star Mitzvah here at JMDM. How much time we have left? Four minutes? Song. 
That song, Star Mitzvah, certainly got a lot of mileage tonight, didn't it? Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. I'm exhausted, and I wasn't on stage. <laughs> I mean, that was sub-performance, That was incredible. Say. And by the way, kudos to him. He was never actually, in, he was never actually announced. He wasn't introduced. He came on with... And nobody said his name at all? Wow. If, if they said it... On a particular program if they called if they said it, then I missed it. But I will tell you, he didn't need it. He got on stage in the place they of wild. They knew just who was yep. on stage. Now he came on with Tov Lahodo with right. Keep Alive. So there you go. Uh, that was the centerpiece of tonight's celebration. That's Mordechai Shapiro's performance here at JM in the AM. Uh, it's been quite a momentous. Why we should mention, shouldn't we? That tomorrow we're going to be spending more time with the NCSY summer programs. We're actually going to meet some of the programs we didn't meet tonight. Right. And you'll be able to hear us. <laughs> and you'll be able to hear us <laughs> on a Friday Arab Shabbos Nakamu. Right. Including TJJ. They'll be joining us. Michlela is going to be joining us. We'll speak about Kowal again for sure. And we'll have some of the students, some of the teams from these programs accompanying their directors uh, during those conversations, which will be based in the Michlela headquarters in Beit Shemesh, Israel. Yeah. That's all happening tomorrow here at JM in the AM. I can't believe we've only been here for one day. <laughs> it's hard to believe. It is hard to believe. Boy. Oh, by the way, a little travel tip for everybody. If you want to travel on the only day that El Al has an empty plane, it's well, Tishabov. Let me tell you. That's the There day. were empty rows, folks, out of Newark. At a very calm, cool, and collected staff. Yeah. Like, oh. Very easygoing because it was a really non-pressure-filled fight. It so. was all good. All good. Um, thank you to Inbal again. Thank you to NCSY. Everybody. Thank you to Amy Moskov for all Amy of Amy Moskov, our great and amazing producer for tonight's show. Yes. She did a great job as usual, and we thank her. We thank, the, we thank David Cutler and his entire team for hosting us, for making this all happen. I mean, we thank everybody for feeding us. Uh, you couldn't see it, but we had about 10 hamburgers oh, lined up. That sounds good. Yeah, those are gone. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And that will wrap up a very exciting Thursday, first day in our regular format here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow, Arab Shabbos Nachamu with our friends at NCSY. Monday's Tuba Av. The action just continues. The action just keeps on going. The party never ends. It never ends, and it's really off to an amazing start with this incredible event. Yom NCSY. Uh, we've had a wonderful time here at Park Renana, and I'm told that next year on the 28th of... 25th, 25th of July... Please, God. We'll be at some undisclosed location again, please, God. Have a fabulous Thursday, everybody. Stay tuned. All of our great programming continues next. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.